Hi, welcome to Your Life, Your Way, a podcast series where TMU students and faculty members sharing their experience studying, working, and living in Taiwan. Now, let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to Your Life, Your Way, a podcast where you can learn more about TMU. That's Taipei Medical University. And I'm your host, Joseph Lin. Today we have a very special guest. He is the assistant professor for the School of Dentistry at TMU. Please welcome to the show. It's、uh, Dr. Esner Salamanca. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, I'm happy to have you as our first guest right here, and we're going to learn more about you, about、uh, the school you're in. You're actually in dentistry. Yes, I am a dentist. And where do you come from? Tell us a little bit about yourself before we head into、uh, other subjects. Well, I am from Nicaragua,、mm -hmm. so my language is uh, Spanish. Español.、Uh, yes, I speak a little bit of、okay. Spanish. And then English, and I, I learned Chinese the first year that I came to Taiwan.、Mm -hmm. So I did my bachelor in dentistry back in Nicaragua, and then graduated. Did some years in a private clinic, and、okay. then I decided if I wanted to go to Mexico, Colombia, and then I decided at the end to come to Taiwan. Okay, okay. I just want to know: is, is dentistry a, a popular、uh, medical focus in in Nicaragua? Yes, we do. That is, it doesn't belong to medicine, but、okay. it's just separated. But we have like six years program and pretty much similar to Taiwan.、Mm -hmm. Yeah.、Uh, the the reason I want to ask that is, and, and this may be my ignorance, but when I first came back to Taiwan, I've noticed the amount of dentist clinics around Taiwan is massive, and it seems like it's it's a hot subject for I guess a school of medicine or, or any medical school students to take on. And I was wondering if that is also the case in Nicaragua. Uh, no, most of the dental schools in any country in the world, they、yeah. usually they decide how much people will graduate depending on how many population they have.、Mm -hmm. So there is a radio that is、uh, determined by the who, and then that's how you determine how many people will graduate.、Oh. So because if you are a dentist, you spend time with patients, right?、Yes. So you cannot see every patient. Right. So there should be a, a specific radio dentist population. I so see. So pretty much any university respect that. I、so、see. they have that in mind. Okay. Now the problem is like a lot of dentists they rather prefer to stay in some areas,、mm -hmm. so that leave vulnerable some rural areas,、mm -hmm. and usually we have to deal with that pretty、mm -hmm. much anywhere. Interesting. Now Taiwan, you've been here for how long now? Ten years, almost ten, ten years. Ten years. Yes. And so I, I did one year Chinese、okay. in Shida. Okay. Then I did my masters, and、okay. then I did my PhD. Okay. See, that's one benefit for、uh, international students to come to Taiwan is you get hands-on experience and even attend schools to learn Chinese, which I understand is also sort of a, a very popular thing to do for citizens of the world now. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's completely amazing. Like,、yeah. I mean, it's completely different language. You have different culture. You know that always goes accordingly to the society around. Yeah. So the experience is completely unique. If、yes. even though if you are not in dentistry and you just want to come to Taiwan just to learn Chinese,、mm -hmm. is also something that you should try.、Mm, and I、okay. also have my training in Peru, which、oh. is like the dentist that dedicate to teach you how to brush your teeth、yeah. and how to do your dental cleanings and take care of your gingiva. Yeah. And once that you have lost your teeth, we regenerate that soft tissue and the hard tissue. So、right. most of my research、right. and studies are related to that. Right. So your expertise again is in periodontics. Yes, that's something I may want to talk to you off the air right here personally. <laughs> I, have, I may have some problems on that front. I'm all ears. I, I don't have much cavities, but I do have problems with my gum. That happens usually for most of the people because before your thirties, the main thing that you have to take care of 
yeah. his cavities in carriers, and that's yeah. what people have in their minds. Yeah. But once that you reach 30, you will have to start having periodontitis and gingivitis, <laughs> and that's the thing that people usually don't take care. Uh -huh. But that's the point. Usually you are like, oh, dentists are always saying the same, brush your teeth, you're your dental floss, and that's it. Yeah. But the problem there is like, if you have managed to do that for the first 30 years of your life, uh -huh. or since you start having teeth, right? Right you wouldn't have the other issues after your 30s. Right, right, So that's right. a thing that we always emphasize. <laughs> well, Dr. Esner right here is uh, kind of suggesting I am over 30 already. So uh, that is the truth. <laughs> I am over 30, way over 30, and I didn't need to <laughs> take care of my gum a lot more. Okay, so last year, or is it recently, you became the assistant professor at Taipei Medical University. Yes, oh. January last year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. So you're doing a lot of teaching now, is that... I do, here is a mixture of everything. So usually we do research and uh, we do teaching hours and we also do practice because of course our students want you, if you are talking about some topics, of course they want you to explain based on your experience. Mm -hmm. And that also is based of also what you're doing research. Because mm -hmm. of course sometimes you have some theory and you have some research, basic research, but when you have those materials and you go to check it with your patients, sometimes that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And usually I love to ask myself why. Mm -hmm. So I like to find the answer to those things. Mm -hmm. So that's mainly why I also enjoyed this thematics between being between the three things. Teaching okay. to students is one of the best ways to also learn. Okay. And also I love seeing patients and treating patients, but I also like to go back to the lab and make questions and find some answers so I can make a really good connection between what we are doing in any instance. Mm. So definitely for undergrad students, I teach related to periodontics. Right. And for master's students, we also have like topics related to research. All right. Well, well, for those who are listening and might be interested more in your subject right here, any interesting research you've done that is uh, mm, worth sharing? Mostly with mine, uh, since I did my master's and PhD, like I was telling you, if you lose your teeth, my specialty is to regenerate your bone. Uh, yeah. So if you lose your bone, usually we will put some bone graft and, and create new bone. Uh -huh. So mainly we have, you can use bone from your own body. Okay. Or we can use dead people's body. Uh -huh. Or we can use some synthetic materials. Or we can use animals' uh, a bone. Right. So we can, of course, you treat those materials and then we can use it in some patients. Of course, all of them are legal and Sure. They have all their measurements. <laughs> they have the, the consent. Of so what those. we have here in Taiwan yeah. is like we eat a lot of pig, right? Mm -hmm. So that bone is thrown away. So it's wasted. So what we thought was to take that bone, treat it, and we can create a material that you, we can regenerate bone from that big bone that it was just wasted. Oh, is that right? Is that a uh, very popular source to go to now? Not that we, we have done. We have so far dentistry, we have from cows, we have decades uh -huh. using this material. Uh -huh. And so we, we thought that we can use pig, you know, pig genetically genetically speaking is really close to human I and see. we have uh, some less transmission disease kind of thing from species to species so it was a nice option mm, to do interesting to know I'll have a second thought next time I'm eating <laughs> my pork chop of uh, course okay, that could be used uh, somewhere in my mouth bring the, the material and we can treat it in the lab <laughs> don't, don't put it directly please <laughs> that is very fascinating so tell us about how you came about choosing Taiwan because I mean Nicaragua is thousands of miles away Way. Did you have other, I guess, choices in mind before you decided to come to Taiwan? And then what made you choose Taiwan and TMU eventually as well? 
Yeah, for that was a little bit tricky because it's both ways. In mm. one sense, some of my best friends came before me, ah. like years before, and they were yeah. when I was still an undergrad student. They were like, "Ah, oh, you should come to Taiwan. Oh. You haven't seen me. Come on, let's so go." So they've been in Taiwan for yeah, a little while. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was like, "Okay, let me finish my undergrad, and then I will think about it." <laughs> so at that time, well, for graduating from my bachelor, we always have to make a research, and some of my references were from Taiwanese universities, mm. and. So that's when I started realizing what they were doing, and I and I like it, and it called my attention. So also about that time, I was thinking about Colombia, and Mexico, other universities. Mm. So at the end, I decided to come to Taiwan based on what I found from their studies and what my friends were telling me. Mm-hmm. So it's and that is a friendly, warm, and safe country, mm-hmm. and I have loved it so far. Mm. Of course, I'm sure there are a lot of other international students might share this a similar story as yours. You know, maybe because of friends that've been here or people that've been here to Taiwan, knowing about the lifestyle here, but also about the education system here, and introducing that to you to get you over. But also, apparently, after you came, you decided that this is a good choice. Otherwise, you would have uh, probably turned back to Nicaragua after a year or two. But you've been here for ten, eleven years now. So when you got accepted to TMU, to Taipei Medical University, what were your thoughts that ran through your mind? Like, wow, okay, I'm really here to stay. I'm, I, I really need to finish this. Honestly, yeah, I came and I was like, I will do my master and then I will go back to Nicaragua. See? That was like my first thought. That was like, yes, I will enjoy. I will have fun. I will right. do my studies. I will go around. I will visit every place that I go. But mm. then you just get in love with the country. Then you get love with the people and you love it. Right. And even though that it sounds like a lot of work and stuff like that, I always, with my students in the lab, that's the rule. Like you work, you make your schedule, but I don't want you to be here doing nothing. Go during the weekend with your friends, with your lab mates, with anybody. Enjoy the the city because there's a lot of things that you can do in Taipei. You can right. eat, you can go and see the temples, you can do hiking. And, right. and even though moving around the country, like you can just take a train anywhere. Exactly. Even though if you don't have friends, that's the worst thing that you will always have friends to yes, do things. Yes, yes. And even though totally if you agree. want just have to be by yourself. You will be safe and you can just go and enjoy anything that you just want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you touched on a lot of subjects right there because uh, when people talk about Taiwan, convenience is always one of the first things that come to people's mind, you know, just how the way we live over here. But I didn't know that that was going to be kind of spilled over into education as well. You know, you're talking about convenience, not just about the life here in Taiwan and Taipei, but also with your schoolwork and what you can do on the side, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a lot of flexibility, that- a lot of options. Very convenient. That's one of the main rules in the lab. For doing your studies, you also need to get out. Yeah. You also need to go and leave your brain. You need to relax yeah. your body. Yeah. Take a green walking, hiking, right. relax your brain, do anything. Right. And then come back. That's the entire point of doing things, that you're just right. happy and you're working. You feel useful that you're doing something for yourself and other people. Absolutely. And a doctor should know that, right? You should have a very healthy lifestyle on the side. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely. Yes. Yeah. And then you talk about how it is easy to get around Taiwan because you never feel like a stranger here. And like I lived in the United States for a long time, too. But even just going to the neighboring city, which is only like five miles down the road, I feel like I'm in a strange zone. So tell us about your future plans. I mean, have you ever thought about going back to Nicaragua and starting your own practice? Is that still on your mind? What's your plan? The problem with Nicaragua is like I could do teaching and I could do private practice, but I wouldn't be able to do research. 
probably to a minimum level. Mm. So that's what the, one of the things that I love in Drop Taiwan. Ends. It can give me the tools for that. Mm-hmm. And I love that part mm-hmm. because like I told you, it's like a triangle when you have a connection between teaching, research, and clinical practice. Mm-hmm. So that Nicaragua wouldn't be able to give me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that in Taiwan I have it. Esner right here got exactly what he wanted with TMU for a good value, I assume, as well. And like I said, any suggestions or inspiration you might have for any potential students in the future? Usually when they are young, like you want to have an experience in your life. And Taiwan definitely is that one. Probably you don't know it because maybe you haven't learned Chinese or probably you haven't heard from the country that much. Mm-hmm. But if you have in the front the opportunity to come, just do it. Mm-hmm. You will not regret it. You will enjoy it. And it will be formidable for the rest of your life. Yes. And when you come here, you can look for Esner. Oh, definitely. For sure. Always. Just go to the <laughs> dental building and our doors are always open. It doesn't matter even though if you are doing dentistry or not, if you just want to talk about anything, that's your most welcome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Again, we were talking to Dr. Esner Salamanca, who is the assistant professor at the School of Dentistry at TMU, Taipei Medical University. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. And uh, again, you were listening to Your Life, Your Way, a podcast where you can learn more about TMU. And my name is... Is Joseph Lin. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today. Your Life, Your Way is brought to you by Taipei Medical University. To get more content sent directly to your device, you can subscribe to our program on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.